I really do like the build up on this beat. It's nice. It's like a suspenseful beat. It's all safety. We back. Another week. Anything. Uh, 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 uh. My bad. I'm vibing out to the beat, man. Vibe out. <laughs> Fucking snowfall on in the background, man. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is, man. It's your boy, DJ Lenny. We in the building. It's all safety. It's another week. Uh, man, I had a great, great celebration for this anniversary. I ain't been to work since last Friday, and I'm not going back again until Monday. So it's been a pretty fucking awesome week, man. I don't see how people who just don't consistently have a job, like, that don't do nothing. I don't see how they just sit at home and do nothing all day. I mean, some people just want to do nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, I saw a meme today. It said, um, how can I become a stay-at-home? Not mom, just a stay-at-home. Just just stay at home and, and do nothing. Don't go to work and do nothing. You know, sometimes that's an aspiration, man. A nigga just want to stay at home. Stay at home or just not work? Is both. That... It could be both. I want to I wanna figure out this stay at home, too. Because stay at home for me would be like I can call whatever place I'm at home. If, if the money's rolling in and I can call, like, my home, Atlanta, this week. Um, New Orleans home the next week, Dallas mm-hmm. the next week, LA the next week. I'm with that shit, man. I'm all the way with it, man. One of us need to hit the lotto. <laughs> it's all safe to be back in here, man. It's your boy DJ Lenny, man. Uh, welcome back. I appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Uh, we're gonna get back to some consistent shows for y'all, man. That little hiatus, we it wasn't little, but the hiatus we took, man, uh, it was much needed. Uh, mental breaks are also needed for everybody out here in this world, man. I, I realized this is the first full seven days I've taken off from work since I've been with this company. Yeah. And I've been with this company almost 12 years, bro. Like besides I, I had shoulder surgery, knee surgery, and a car accident. <clears throat> Those are the only times I've stayed out of work longer than seven days. I've never taken just a week of vacation. Take that time because them jobs will replace your ass probably the same day. <laughs> I mean, they always got applications on file in the queue and people that they interview before that they're willing to call back and shit like that. You know, so. I mean, business is business. It is what it is, man. What y'all got to say, man? Welcome back, man. Hey, man, it is what it is. We back in this thing. Well, like he said, we trying to come back and be full-time consistent with it. Um Y'all know who I am. I'm God. It's, that's it. That's all I got for y'all. Well, uh, I feel triggered um, because you guys talked about a subject that I feel like um, I explore more so than you guys. And in the sense of stay-at-home dads. And uh, <laughs> this whole stay-at-home topic, the fact that you guys didn't even try to reference me or try to use me at any point in there just kind of is very disrespectful. So, but you know what? It's your boy number four. Fuck the rest of them. Shout out to Trey. <laughs> Trey will be catching up with us here in a little bit, man. Um, he has some things to handle down there in, in, in the uh, the sunshine state of Florida. Um, 
first half of this episode, man, I got a topic for y'all that I'm going to play a video for that we're going to dive straight into once the video is played. Uh, second half of the show, man, I'm going to give y'all a heads up of what we're talking about. It's about suicide pods that we've seen overseas. Like, how do you feel about supporting the suicide pods? Like, is, is it is it right? Um, how do you feel about them? What, what's your stance on them morally? We're going to dive into that on the second half of the show. Uh, but as far as the first half of the show, I got a video I want to play for y'all. And we're going to dive right into this here, okay? <laughs> the word is not in the Bible. Like, that that word's not in the Bible. But the concept of what we call dating um, is honestly uh, practicing divorce. It's like getting with people to then figure out if you kind of want to be with them and then you get out of it. And then we're taught, like, as young people, like, try it as many times as you want to yeah. until you find the one. But what you've done is you've formed unknowingly a habit of getting into things and getting out of them. Oh, wow, I've so, never heard anyone say that. So what ends up happening is when you get into a marriage and you're like, they're better than everybody else. And, oh, my God, I love them. And they bought me the right <laughs> ring. And you go all that other stuff. When it gets tough, you're like, the first reflex I know to do is get out of it. Yeah. And that's why divorce is higher right now than it's ever been. And the yeah. saddest part is it's almost the same in the church. It's, so it's, it's the divorce. It it's because we've we use this tool. All right, man. Uh, Rico, I'm gonna let you go ahead and take the first, uh, uh, the first at bat on this. You're gonna bat lead off on this, man. Tell me how you feel about this. Um, it's definitely an interesting perspective, you know, that he, um, said on this. You know, me personally, when I saw the dude's face that's talking, I automatically thought about him spitting in his hand and wiping that shit on his brother's face. Mm -hmm. Um, he would have got beat the fuck up, um, for spitting in his hand and it wasn't just regular spit it like he coughed up a loogie yeah he did that like three times or whatever so this is a, you know on that particular subject and then we'll dive right into what the fuck he was just saying just i can now. hear you man i'm gonna go pour me something up i feel like his brother already knew what was gonna go on in that situation and he consented to it and so he he's not gonna punch him in the face because he already consented to have spit rubbed all over him so you know his his brother was not a victim he was a participant you know so like where we all had this visceral reaction to him doing that the brother didn't have that reaction and who are we to say was disrespectful to somebody else now when it comes to a personal standpoint we could all say that we get mad but it wouldn't happen to us because we would not have participated the moment that he would have proposed that he's going to spit in his hand and rub it on my face i'm saying nigga know the fuck you are not like what what the fuck are you talking about like that shit's not gonna happen <laughs> get to the topic bro. yeah it's really that simple get to the so, topic man that, right that is not what we're talking about i know but is it not real though that's it, is real. it, it wouldn't happen to us so oh, it's real it happened it wouldn't happen to us this is not what I'm us you. His, his, i'm saying you ain't gonna let me spit in my hand and rub it in your forehead bro not today what what if i was like really <clears throat> blessed with the power of healing what is it if it's for off safety <laughs> I ain't gonna lie if it's for all safety plus So anyway, the premise uh, <laughs> of that dude's argument about uh, what we call dating, practice, and divorce, I feel like the premise of his argument is actually very sound in logic. Like, yeah, I mean, anything that you anything that you do enough, you will become good at it. Anything that you practice enough, you you will become good at it. Like, so if you're always in a situation where you're so called getting to know somebody, y'all kicking it for a little while, and then the moment that you see that you don't like a particular thing, 
going on with a person. You don't like a conversation that y'all just had or you don't like the way they going out now and doing this and that. When times get hard, you just decide you want to go ahead and up and leave rather than work on it. When it get hard, you get caught up into that whole rhythm of just doing that anytime hard times show up in a relationship. So it don't matter whether you married or not. You are used to leaving. You're used to finding a way out. And in a marriage, that way out is going to be divorce. You know what I'm saying? It's a little bit harder to get a divorce than to just break up with somebody because, of course, you got to go through legal shit or whatever and spend money and get paper signed and start splitting up assets and all that other kind of stuff like that. So a lot of people will stay in a relationship or a marriage a little bit longer than they'll just stay in a, you know, a wee boyfriend and girlfriend type of situation. But I feel like that's primarily because they just trying to get their ducks in a row to leave. Uh, Me and Tony was talking about like marriage. You know, it's a it's a license, right? It's yeah. the only license you don't have to get renewed every you know so often, right? And we was like, man, what if what if you know she she brought it up? It's all her. I'm not taking her idea at all. She was like, I wonder why, like you know, with marriages, why don't they just put it like where after five years you can renew the license? And we're like, hey, man, if they don't want to renew it, they can walk away from the marriage without having to go through an ugly divorce and shit like that. That's very progressive. And I actually like it. And it was like, no, when she brought it up, I was like, it is a license because you got to go to the courthouse. It ain't, it ain't, it's not, it's not really a process to get married. You're just going in that mug, sign the papers, go to the chapel, let somebody oversee it, and, and you're done. Um, you're married. You're officially married. You can do that shit in one day. Hey, my question is, is what is the alternative? Because there's no disrespect to anybody I've dated in the past, but it's some everybody you dated. Can you imagine marrying them? At this Fuck point no. So, but you got to think about like if he's if he's going strictly off of what he said was Bible days. A lot of those marriages were prearranged, right? Yeah, they didn't know yeah. who the fuck the motherfucker was or nothing. Yeah, they didn't know nothing about them. They man. just knew that once they got with them, they're with them, and there 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 is no no getting out of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I mean. Of course, it's not going to be in the in that book. That book is old. <laughs> like at the time, like all of, yeah. all all of the things that we were talking about at that time were prearranged marriages. You stayed with who you was with. Um, but I mean, I see where he's coming from with the we're training ourselves to walk away from certain situations. But some situations need to be walked the fuck away from. And that's why. I'm yes, at. I agree. So like, what I'm saying is like, okay, so you get into the situation of dating the person as. You know, as as he's talking about and what, what we're calling it, I think sometimes the whole getting to know somebody process, which is what we do when we're dating somebody, you really are actually figuring out if you want to be married to this person and try to make it last forever. And of course, a lot of marriages end in divorce. We all know that, but that's because life happens and people change and you grow. Because like the person that you are right now, you're not going to be that same person five years from now, just because life is going to happen to you. You're going to have different different situations go on and different experiences. And then that person is also going to have different experiences. Y'all going through different jobs, or career changes, and all this other stuff like that. You're exposed to different parts of the world. You just become a different person. So I might have liked you five years ago, and I don't like who you are now. You know what I'm saying? So that's how some of this shit happens. But you definitely want to have that whole vetting process of dating for a little while so that you can make sure that you don't go into a marriage that ain't got no potential of lasting. Mm. Solid. Solid. I mean, the thing is, man, like I, I feel where he's coming from, but like you said, man, you gotta have some type of experience of what you don't like and what you do like. Because mm-hmm. if you get thrown into a situation that you're stuck in, I don't think that's good for anybody mentally or for the you know quality of life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
like imagine being with one of your exes that that you you know you found out that shit just wasn't working. Imagine just being stuck with that person with no no end to it. <laughs> I feel that for the most part, other than one relationship that I was in, I, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't really have no problems in none of my relationships. I just wanted to go fuck off. Yeah, thanks for keeping it one hundred. <laughs> I mean that's that's just real. They were all very good women. They were they were wonderful. Yeah, uh, I just say that they weren't for me. Yeah, obviously they weren't for me. If we, you know, especially if we go on like this whole idea of uh, what's for you is for you, and what ain't for you is for you. So it worked out the way it was supposed to work out. You know, what I'm saying I have my wife now, who's extremely wonderful. I wouldn't change that for any of them in the past. <clears throat> um, you know how you say that you're practicing breaking up. I don't know if it's me, but sometimes you go through breakups, it makes you a lot better the next time around. Because imagine if the very first breakup you had was a divorce. Mm. Most people don't know how to handle those situations moving forward. So every time, you know, you may get your little feelings hurt with a girl that you wrote on the um, thing, hey, will you be with me, this, 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 and this, and then she goes off and play with another dude at the playground and you, you're sick about it for a couple of days. But then you but, learn they for the streets. Go, go ahead. Say <laughs> but basically, you learn to let that shit kind of roll off you. You know what I'm saying? But each situation is going to bring a different challenge. And then, like I said, I don't know what you. Each one of your breakups are not exactly the same, unless you keep fucking up, or you you date the type of person that keep fucking up you because you like a certain type that looks good to you, but it doesn't work well in the long run, mm. and you end up getting hurt. But for the most part, you learn how to deal with those things a little bit better. I don't know if it's because you become more cold towards the situation, a little bit more numb towards the situation. But I think to some extent, by the time you do get to that, you can actually handle those situations better. So going through that process each time is not necessarily a bad thing because you're learning yourself what you like and what you don't like, but also how to handle heartbreak and different things and move forward in life. I got a question for like the... um you know how we be seeing uh, there there's memes out there, or sometimes we'll get together and be like, "Dang man, old girl got another dude already." And <laughs> the the chick that's a serial dater. Her rebound game, wrong point. Yeah, yeah, she's a serial dater. She's like, like she'll post the dude that she's talking to, even if the other dude was just there two months ago. You know, like certain certain people won't post the person, the next person, for a certain for a long period of time. Just out of the possibility that the shit won't work out. It's a lot of it's a lot of people that won't do that. Most of them are men. Um But you got the serial daters who like right. they post everybody they're dating. Hey, they live the in their life. They if, if they if they on social media like that and they posting posting all their life, what's 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 different about no, no, this no, what, what situation? I'm, what I'm saying is are we are, are do you think that they have the mentality to always break up with somebody? It very well might be that they're always being broken up with. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Hmm. Never thought about it from that standpoint that they're the ones being broken up with. Yeah, which is why they're extremely happy to show off the next person because, hey, they rebounded again. Somebody else still want me. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's another fish on the hook, and they got another chance going. Um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's a matter of they just – they're practicing breaking up all the time. They probably – they might be getting broken up with too. And then just like we know – you're not gonna like everybody. You're not gonna mess well with everybody. You're just trying it out to see what happens, man. And some it just don't work out. Most of the time, it don't work out. And also, you don't date everybody for the same reasons. At one point, when we dated people, it was literally 100% shallow. I hope if that's the standard you had at 18, that's not the one you have at 38. 
Just because somebody fine. I don't think everybody had that at 18. Not everybody. But I, mean, I, I would say probably it's 50-50. I would think it's more than that because at the same time, you're not really worried about their life goals. You're not really worried about, um, in your case, credit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that didn't happen until later on in life. I know, I, but I'm just saying, you're not really looking into all these deep things. You only have so much to go off of. Okay, this person may be popular. This person may be attractive or something like that. But it wasn't too much right. meaningful stuff in those situations. So what I'm saying, I'm hoping... With age, it comes some level of substance, but also seeing with age is some level level of settling too. Yeah, but what if she real fine? Of course, you can still smash. <laughs> so My you're saying all right with me? So you're saying like with do, over the years of, of dating, over our the years of improve. dating, our standards improve or the Should level improve. of se- or the level level of settling increases? I do think so. So it's, 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 I think it's, it's with it, men with women it's more level the older they get the more they're willing to settle and with men you're saying our, our standards improve over the years yeah because I think the reason why I said I think we get more substance than what we're looking for in women the older we get I don't know. I think we all, for the most part, because I, I take you're right about the, you're this not, worried, you're not, you're not worried about their career goals and all that shit at 18 or whatever when you're young. But as far as the oh, women, yeah. when you when you get in a relationship, even at 18, it's because you like her. You know what I'm saying? It's because you, you, you like whatever it is that she's bringing to the table and you like her as a person. So your standard is whatever it she is at that time that you like. I think we always have that standard though. If I'm vibing with this person, if oh, I can see you myself, still gotta like him to get in a relationship. It it. Yeah, you know. But what, what I'm saying, saying so, is not as heavy. That's more what I'm saying. The like part ain't as heavy. No, what I'm saying is that whatever the standard we're looking for uh-huh. at that time is not as heavy at 18 as it is at 38. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I guess what we are in our point of our life, it may be considered heavy, but not really. Yeah, I would say if we looking for a relationship at our old age, it definitely ain't nowhere near the same as what, what it was back then. But True. how I mean, often are you looking though? Shit, who I ain't looking for now. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. I'm saying we just fall into this shit almost shit, every time. There's people that's looking for a relationship, bro. It is, and then yeah, for the people for the people that are looking, they they have they have truncated that list of, right. they got of the available. List. Yeah, they got. Uh, and that's why I so, feel like. So I, I agree with what you're saying. But I, I really think it goes both ways. I think women. I don't think so, dog. I think women, because they usually have a way higher standard of what they're looking for than we do, that their standard usually go down with age. And our shit goes up because we want more out right, of the man. woman other than just being fine. I saw this girl post something on, on, on uh, Instagram probably like two or three days ago. She said, my ideal man. And she put in what she wanted. She wanted him to be six feet tall. She wanted him to be not obese. And she wanted him to be between the ages of 40 and something. It was something else she put on there. But according to the calculations, mm-hmm. like it's 1.6% of the men are out there. <laughs> we talked about this shit, boy. It was. Well, <laughs> you should so, me and Rico had this discussion. No, no, no. I'm saying though, like it was one point six of the of the available men that was out there. No, I'm agreeing with you because we. So no, no. This is this is kind of adding to your thing. So oh. if one point six of the available men out there is your ideal man, mm-hmm. you're gonna settle for something that's outside of your ideal man. Like if, if a dude was to put his shit up there, I'm pretty sure it'd be way more available women yeah. than available men. So it's a trash. Or they're realistic. And trash. Ah. 
Realistic oh, versus no. trash. Listen, I, I kind of agree with you on that, but you know how I feel about this at the same time. So I'm not saying that. Uh, I feel like, <laughs> to some extent, I, I agree Spit with you. Spit it out. Spit it out. I agree with you. I was, in most situations, I real say that I think ours are a little bit more realistic than women and have been. But also, at the same time, we don't hold the same standard. We're more easygoing with them than they are about us. Yeah. And some shit just not worth looking at. Her her list was not married, black, at least six feet tall, not obese, and earning at least $50,000 a year. Okay. So okay. according to that, that was 0.11%. That is fucking nuts. Me and this fool was just sitting Well, I mean, it's not fucking nuts because I think the it, six foot takes it, it out of it. Listen, it, it's not as bad as you think. I mean, it is as bad as you think. Because the average height of, of a black male in America is what, 5'8"? Five, 5'8", five, eight. Eight, five, eight, five, So we were talking about it. They say how many? What'd you say? Thirty percent of males are gay. It's. I don't think it's quite thirty. It's some. 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 It's like thirty. It's though. somewhat close. That's what he said. So wait a minute. What? Just a guess. It's, it can't be that high in my opinion. But we we're talking about the males that are gay, then the ones that you're not attracted to, then the ones that are incarcerated, then you got to take out the pool that are actually married, and then what was the other? Category? Women don't like niggas with kids. Sometimes and niggas they, with kids. So really, most women are fighting over half a man. Yep, and then they, they want, the, and they also want a man that has a great career. On top of all that shit that we just named, all these caveats. You know what I'm saying? And on, and then on top of having a great career, he's also supposed to be a good, faithful nigga. Like, listen, they they are building unicorns. Um. I don't know. I'm trying to see. It says seventy six percent of black men are heterosexual. So six no answer. The rest of gay. them are gay, or bisexual, or a straight man ain't hesitating to answer that question. Right, right, right. Let's right, just right, be right, for right. real about Why it, man. To shoot like that, though, dog. I'm saying because I, mean, I keep it real. I, 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 see I where get it, Rico. From, but, <laughs> but we know you don't have tact, you bastard. All right. <laughs> you know I don't have it. All right, let's let's remember remember seventy six. All right, seventy six. At least twenty four. We we know what the number is. All right, so the amount of black men incarcerated. Percentage of black men. Oh, percentage. So, like I said, they end up settling to some degree. They have to. I'll tell you one of the you know things that I feel is a caveat among black women for whatever reason. 33% of black American men have been or will be incarcerated or are currently incarcerated. If so, this is some dark shit. If so, we need to just go fuck it. We Hold just on, need to go me, fuck Let me make sure I'm reading it right. <laughs> All right. I'm going home. <laughs> I'm going home on that. The nigga said Rico is old and I'm going home. Hold on. What did you just say? He's been Rico. If the number is that high, I just said we just need to go fuck these crackers up, bro. Like, at that point, <laughs> we know what's up. All right, so like, we're 38% of the incarcerated population. Yes. So, with it comes to black people, based on what I'm reading, 20% of the black male population in America is incarcerated or has been incarcerated. Right. So, that's damn near half. <laughs> like, like, that's... That's almost cutting the pool down to half, man. So think about the women that say that you they don't want you to have kids. All right. So if we do the kids, I'm pretty sure that's dropping it down to like 25%. What if they're just not attracted to your ass? That's putting it down to like 10. What if you don't have a job they like? 
that they like. That they, they like. like. That's probably putting it at below one. Y'all proving my points. <laughs> what if you? What if you're not educated? Because you have underwear. He need to be educated. It's, it's, it's so. Listen, they, their standard is unicorn. Because I dated. Hey, as long as you taking care of your shit, we good. Nah, this is wild. Just looking at looking at the numbers like in real time, that shit's wild as fuck. And it, and it goes back to that that one video we posted where the girl was like, "Fuck that, that's I man." <laughs> like we about to share him. <laughs> hey, you know your power, kings. They fighting over y'all. I mean, in the animal kingdom, most other mammals, the females sharing niggas. They shared them. I think in all of them. I don't Most know. Of them. There's, there's, uh, it's something that's monogamous out there, man. Polar bears, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a couple of mammals. Swan. Monogamous. Well, we got the power of Google for that, too, man. Let's see. <laughs> monogamous mammals. Uh, um, I don't know about mammals, but I know uh, the penguin's supposed to be and some else. But there's not too many of them. Wow. The wolf. Mm-hmm. The coyote. Beavers, the moose, wolves are. I mean, mouse. I'm, I'm tripping. That says mouse. Mouse. I, uh, I don't believe that about the mouse. I think wolves are socially monogamous. They're not sexually monogamous. Mean meaning like they'll stay with the same woman. Like you, my wife. They got a main chick, but they'll go. They'll go step off and get some strange. No, man. <laughs> I ain't even trying to be funny, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> and y'all wonder why I want to leave. I, I, listen, I, only three to five percent are known to form lifelong pair bonds. So, like I said, hmm, this is this is very interesting. We're I've said I've how many times I've said on this show we're not monogamous by nature. That's a it's bullshit. So we're not practicing divorce. No, we just being who we are. We just being what we are. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you're really trying to, you know, let's, let's just call it what it is. For the most part, in the beginning, you're just trying to get to know somebody to get to know what you need to do to get in them draws. And then after that, if they, <laughs> if they make you like them. Uh, I think I'm going to stick around for a little while. And make you, <laughs> yeah, I think I'll stay here. You know what I'm saying? I like was, her mentality. I like the way she pretty, talked to me. I like the way she, whatever. Uh, whatever. Was like the we talked about that day uh, in the sense of a lot of things that you see in a woman that you want to be was the same thing you see in your circle as far as your homeboys or friends like that. And that's what make the fact that they're attractive and they're cool and all this stuff like that. But then the, also they have the same qualities that make you want to be a friend or something more mm-hmm. than that is what the reason why we end up saying, hey, be my lady in that situation, in my opinion. Right. I mean, I know you can explain it a little bit better than that. Um, but a lot of the qualities that we see in our ladies are the same things that we see in our closest friends. In other words, yeah. Are you are you a real nigga? That's it. Interesting. Hey, those, those that's just very interesting to look at, man. But her, I thought it was above one percent. That list that I just read you off from her was zero point one one percent. Listen, man. So Tony should be sharing you right now. <laughs> Now I'm gonna go home. <laughs> I'm gonna say we gonna leave there. <laughs> hey, we about don't, to hit that. Um, don't shoot me, Tony. Don't what shoot was me. that? Uh, uh, the color purple. Up, oh, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Real quick, back working. to the original topic, like because we was talking about what? What the hell was we talking about? Breaking practicing up, divorce. practicing divorce. One thing, like we was talking about, how you want to date to get to know somebody. Like you know, the old people, they get all upset and mad when you move in with somebody that you're not married to. What they call it, shacking up. You ain't supposed to shack up. 
I feel like everybody should shack up before they get married. Uh, you should absolutely, at minimum, like a couple of months live with the person that you're going to marry because you don't know what the fuck they got going on before you live with them. You know what I'm saying? How they live, if they messy, if they too messy for you. Like, because you might be messy, but they might might one-up you in the messiness and they just do some shit that you don't, you don't like, you don't tolerate. And then yeah. you got to figure out where y'all got to come together to fix all that shit. Dude, I heard something on a, um, what, second day update on the radio. This chick don't flush the toilet out of the CP. And you don't really realize that until you stay there pretty often. I'm sorry, you got to flush every time. We can handle that water bill. But I'm saying, why not flush it, though? She's a conservationist. Yeah, they, she want to save nine gallons of water um, per month. By not flushing, so she only flush if she does number two. What about when is that time of the month? She still ain't flush. That's disgusting. That's some shit you may not know. Well, they shouldn't be. That shouldn't be in the toilet anyway. They're supposed to wrap it up and put it in the trash. But whatever. That's so that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Anyway, yeah, you need to you need to shack up. I advise everybody to shack up. So that you don't get divorced. I advise it too, man. What's the pettiest thing about staying with you? About staying with me? Yeah, me. I'm like I go first. I'm a, when it comes to making up my bed every day. I'm a Nazi when it comes to that. I I will not leave the house without me making up my bed. I will not. I mean, there's days that get made and then no. Don't. I, I used to. But I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you this, man. I used to be that nigga, but dog, I sleep nah, on my like, comforter so I make sure my bed made up. Which is stupid. With a blanket. That's stupid. So I can straighten that, that What's shit the up? point of having a fucking comforter? I don't know what my sheets look like. All right, America. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead ass. But nah, like, like real talk, I used to be that way. <clears throat> my dad's military. If you don't do nothing to your room, you get up and make your bed. And make sure shit is put out of the way. You I, know what I'm saying? I've, all, I've, done, I've done that my whole life. But, you know. That's the pettiest thing. It's, 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 it's some time. Like, if I get out of bed before Tony, Tony probably ain't going to make that shit up. <laughs> so, it's just one of them things you just be like, okay. I hate to come home to a bed that's not made up. That shit is annoying to me. I mean, it, it, it can be annoying from the start, but after a while, you get to figuring out, like, that shit ain't really that major. That shit ain't that major, <laughs> man. Oh, she the can't. That's. <laughs> hey, but I'm saying, like, every like to expect Tony to make the bed every day, that shit not going to happen. Hey, but that's what you wouldn't accept. I'm not. I need my. You're not willing to accept it. I need it? my bed made. Every that, day. That, that, so that's where you cross the line. That is the no, bed. No, I mean, ain't gonna kick you out. I'm just saying. That's that, what it sounds like you said. I'll be just kind of petty towards you. Just maybe, just like Nick. I'll be petty towards you. Courtney, that's the funniest shit in this world. I will be petty towards you. You're gonna be petty towards her over the bed not being yeah. made. Like she may have some shit that she like she won't done. I can respect that. Compromise. I don't really have, but listen. that makes sense though. I'm not married, and y'all are. I just want to be. Married. That makes sense because you make sure my bed. Made. I don't think you're gonna get there. Like my worried dad. about the bed being made. It's other things you can argue about other than the bed being made. I agree with you. <clears throat> I'm just saying. I don't. I don't Growth. know. Tony, what's the most annoying thing with living with me? Living with you? Yeah. That's that's it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Damn, that's fucked up. Damn, bro. <laughs> uh, I love you. I don't really don't want her to come down here and answer God this damn, question. What you think keep humming. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck going on. Did with you that. give me the cord that he had last week or something? Maybe I don't it's know. Maybe it's the green one. We're going to get rid of the green one. Yeah. We'll get rid of the green one next week. I don't know where the purple one is. It just disappeared. But No, that's in my crib. I've seen it. Oh, it is? Yeah. I got. On, I was like, dude, I know we had a purple one because that was the one I used every week. And it was something <laughs> I said I'm bringing. I actually forget. It's all good, man. But, um, 
So I'm the only petty one in the group. I mean, for me, the I only mean, thing I I just want to be cold. This nigga's so stupid. Listen, he has had the window open. It's 20 degrees outside. The fan going and the air conditioning off. I don't. Understand. I don't know about the AC. I don't know about we, the. We have the fan and the window open upstairs because it gets hot upstairs. When it's 20 degrees outside. Yes. And the air conditioning on. Well, not the AC on, but I'm saying the heat will still be on in the house. He'll have two fans on himself, and I don't live with him. I've heard the stories. I mean, I, I like to be, I like the, I like the room to be cooler when I'm trying to go to sleep because a warm room when I'm trying to go to sleep is fucking annoying. I, I sweat, just, and then it's just you know, I don't think that's an annoying thing with living somebody like I. I mean, like I said, growing up in a my dad being military, making that bed was important, but. You know that shit changes over time. Like you get to think at some point you'd be like, "All right, bro, I need to have my bed made up every day." But when you the 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 grand scheme of things, bro, like that shit ain't finna happen every day. I bro. So like, that, point in my life. that shit ain't finna I happen every day. My bed so the thing is, and and I think I think this is what what this is why Courtney does it. He may or may not know. He probably does know why he does. It. The reason why the military makes you make up your bed and the reason why Courtney probably makes up his bed and then there's like some career people that just like do this all the time. If you if you start your day that way all the time, you've already gotten into the act of accomplishing something. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yes, get up and, and do. It's get the, it's get the up shit. and do this. So you, you've already got up and, and if you do it without compromise every single day, you know what I'm saying? Just getting your day right to go ahead and get to this task. I already got task number one for the day. Yeah, that's out what the my logic mm-hmm. is. You know what I'm saying? That's now, my logic. Now I'm going to go ahead and go to the gym if that's on your to-do list. But you, once you start taking off things on that to-do list, you can go ahead and get the list done. Yeah, do more. I, yeah. I do know that some of the days that I do either sleep longer or I get up and I don't make it and just do nothing, oh, I don't do shit the rest of that day. The rest mm-hmm. of that day is dead. You know what I'm saying? I may get something accomplished that day, but whatever was on the full list that day is just not getting done. It's just not It's not happening. So, you know, I, I do understand the logic behind starting your day with a task and knocking one off the list because it gets you it gets you ready to to conquer the rest of the day you know what I'm saying whatever the day may have in front of you you know what I'm saying so you know it, it is small things behind it um that, that you can pick up from it but can I can I be petty towards y'all for a second because I live with both of y'all before go ahead okay well staying with Lenny the worst part about staying with Lenny is he's social as fuck so he's gonna have every cue from goddamn Africa to Jamaica, all this person like that, and he always want to have a party. So it's, you come in your living room, it's guaranteed to be somebody in there at all times. And then it don't just be doing business hours. This nigga have him there in the middle of the night. But we ain't gonna talk about that. That happened. There was a phase of my life where that happened. Correct. Rico has to listen to music all the fucking time, and it be the shit that you just really don't want to hear. And, like, I don't want to hear Bob Dylan at 2 a.m. in the morning and him singing. That shit is annoying. So, that's, I'm just saying, that's that's what I've noticed. And I know that's not the subject, but I just want to tell y'all. Thank you. I don't know what's annoying about Courtney because the nigga just don't be there. He's either there in in his, in his a physical form, but he's really not there. Like, this nigga be in his own. Like, just, <laughs> he might be I'm watching TV. Roommate. But the bills got paid on time, so I, I ain't really complaining about it. I, I don't. I really don't. And then again, I don't let a lot of shit bother me. I don't really know one bad roommate I've had, like other than like freshman year, where the dude like his, his shoes just stink. I can't say his name, but uh, the roommate we had at Rass Hall. Oh my god! Bathroom. Oh my god! 
Listen, this dude's Batman. Listen, he take I, a shower in the bathroom stink. Bro, I ain't never heard seen heard or seen or or been a witness until then that you could take a shower in a bathroom and leave the bathroom musty. <laughs> like what the fuck is going on? Like why is this bathroom so fucking musty after a shower? <clears throat> so he had a condition. I don't think it was a condition. The condition was just fucking nasty. No, nigga, if he took a shower and did all this hygienic shit and he was still No, he was just nasty. Okay, man. All right. You know, there there really are people that have... No, 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 man. Trust me. Body odors that are like, like, you can't wash it off. Like, you can't. If it wasn't for... Shout out to my boy, Westbrook. Derry Westbrook up in Chicago. He's got his own winery. I need to come up there and check him out, man. Come check out his winery. Go sip some wine. You want to go up to Chicago and sip some wine? We're going to do it when it's not cold, okay? All right. All right. Shout out to my boy, Derek up there, man. And um, if Derek wasn't our RA, we would have flunked so many inspections because of his room. Like, this dude used to have plates stacked up, like, knee-high of old, like, just meals he did not eat. Like, finish eating all the way. Like, the plates have black, like, fucking mold on them. Like, I I remember the last day of living there, and he moved out. There was, like, a mud trail from his room to the front door where he drug shit out of his room. Am, am I lying, Gordon? Yeah, no. Bro, it was it, it was just nasty, and then I had to share the actual back. No, it was two sides. I had to share my toiletry and shower with him, and it was like it would be some days I'm like, bro, I'm finna come use y'all shower because I can't do it today until he clean that shit up. Who did he hang out with in college? Nobody. Nobody. It, it, you know what? That was a weird thing too. Like he had his sister came by. That was it. Now it, it's crazy because he played a sport. Like he didn't even hang with his teammates like that. Like, you know, when people play a sport, the teammates might come by the room and fuck with you for a little bit, but I don't remember his teammates ever coming to the room to fuck with him. No. Or him saying, yo, I'm going to go fuck with my teammate. What sport did he play? I ain't going to get into that because people going to narrow it down. <laughs> like, like what well, football. Fuck it. Fuck it. He played football. There's a lot of people on the football. I was going to say yeah. they, they run into each other. Yeah, that that stupid-ass sport. I, I was just trying to figure out if he, you know, was raised by white people. Mm, no, after seeing his family, like, because no. his family came through. I know, I, I that's why I, I asked the probing questions. Y'all gave me yeah, the answers yeah. to let me know it's a no. So I, you know, I got nothing. It was just like, bro, like, clean your shit. And you know, for me, at the time, I wasn't. I don't know. I was confrontational at the time. Lenny, I just think it just wasn't. I just think it just wasn't worth talking to him about it anymore because I've talked to him about it once. He's just a nasty nigga. Like it wasn't worth having a conversation no more. Hey, what was that? What was that dirty motherfucking name in Pootie Tang? <laughs> oh goddamn! Was it Dirty D? Uh, that, what was that motherfucking name? Dirty Sanchez. Uh, I feel like it was Dirty D. I don't, I can't remember his name. It was that. That was him though. Uh, so I can't say he was him because if you just look at him in public, he doesn't look dirty. No. Like you would have to come to the room and really witness that he was this dirty. It was funny because like a couple of our friends used to think he was cute until they came to the room and they was like, oh, hell no. This nigga nasty as a motherfucker. Like, dude, like he literally had a mud trail, a trail of dirt. From his room to the front door when he moved out. And it was just like, 
You you slept in this shit every day. And you know, I, I the fact that you I just said this, it just reminded me of a female associate of ours that had a dirty ass room. We'll go over that. So yeah, I'm breaking I'm practicing breaking up. <laughs> Practice and break it up. Yes. <laughs> Woo! Goddamn. Leave it alone. Are, are there things that people could do while they're dating to uh, get past the practicing of breaking up? Like, is, like, is there are, are are there vetting processes that you can go through even before dating to figure out whether you really want, want to be spending time with somebody to even get to that point? Just don't commit. Just date. I mean, be a serial dater and just like uh, just openly date people. That way you kind of get an idea of what you like and what you don't like and things like that, but not committing to anybody. So once you do leave that situation, of course, people going to feel some type of way, but you don't necessarily. Um, I just, I guess you don't really get the whole process either, too, if you really think about it. But at some time, like I say, if you don't commit to the situation, then I don't think I think that'd be the best way to go about figuring yourself out and what you like and what you don't like to some degree. But. I mean, hey, I'm pretty sure there's other options. So, the pe- person that's a serial dater, do you think they're really dating for a long-term commitment, or do you think they're just passing the time? I think they have to be with somebody. They just have to be around somebody. They just want a companionship. They, they just that, want companionship. That, you know, to feel that... that Are are the serial daters deep down lonely? I think some of them are. And some of them just bounce back fine. I mean, fast. What if they're not lonely? Like, what if they're actually very happy with themselves? Like, because you know, I think lonely people are not happy with themselves. That's just my opinion. But like, let's 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 say they are actually not lonely, but they just don't want to be alone. Like, they like other people's company. That's alone though. Nah. Well, nah, that's lonely. You, you say lonely. No. What if you just like other people's company? You don't have to be lonely to do it. Like you, use a social ass nigga, nigga. Like you just like people's company. Like you like. Motherfuckers. But it you don't mean com- you don't mean you're lonely. I'm talking about the serial daters. No, and I'm saying not, maybe not, they, a, not a, a social person. You gotta be social to be dating a bunch of motherfuckers. That's a no, social that's a social no, that, no. Okay, yeah, y'all y'all there are some serial daters out there that are not you you'll probably never catch them on the on the club scene or like the social scene like you that. don't have to go to the club to be social, but what 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 I'm saying is like you, you have to socialize to be a serial dater. How are you getting in situations where you're dating people if you're not social? Swipe, like Tinder, swipe right. right. That's a, what do they call that? A social app? Yeah. I mean, it's a social app, but it's, it's, it's actually geared towards people that don't, or they're not very social and talk to people in those environments. Yeah. So it makes That's it That's the easy. avenue for them. It's, it's the avenue for them because they're not used to, or they don't like talking to people, or they don't they have a job or something that keeps them from being around people like I that. I agree that it's a good conduit for those people, but most of the niggas that I know that are on those apps are also in these streets. Listen, man. And most of just, the, most yeah. of the dudes we know on that app, we well, know that, what they're for, man. Okay, but uh, that's what I'm saying though. So I can't, I can't just give y'all that. That's that's all I'm saying, and it's, it's, it's I can't just give you that. Okay, maybe, maybe I'm looking at it from a woman's standpoint and not a man's standpoint. Because the the crazy part about it is I've heard dudes talk down on those situations to say, "Oh, that's for dudes that ain't got the balls to go and um, talk to a woman in person." So then it makes it easier for them to shoot like that. I think it's for a dude that wants it to be easy, but I don't know if that means that he ain't willing to go talk to a woman in person. 
You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, Courtney, somebody that, you, you know, we fuck with heavy. Then, and uh, heavy on those apps. And also, this motherfucker will go talk to any motherfucker alive. But no, nah, he's what you call a predator. So, <laughs> <laughs> he will, that's, that's captured predator. So, that's, a little, that's like somebody that's going hunt on a reserve that they know the animals are guaranteed to be there. But they also can go and shoot them in the wild, too. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of just double dipping. I think there's a lot of them niggas out there, though. Yeah. The, but the, the app I'm talking about just, what it was designed for. Not necessarily what people use it for. Because there's a lot of things that are that are designed for a certain thing, but are misused. I think it's designed to make your local area larger. Like, because it's only... You're only going to meet so many people at the club and you're only going to be there so often. You're only going to be in the grocery store so often. You're only going to see somebody that you're physically attracted to so often. But this app gives you the opportunity to see everybody that you might be attracted to. And y'all can all swipe right on each other or whatever the case may be. And it kind of it kind of makes the playing field just bigger for everybody. Like, I don't think it was designed, me personally, I can be wrong, but I don't think it was designed at a certain demographic. I think the whole goal was everybody can date everybody and you can all figure this shit out. And I think it's just because everybody's on a move and then have with so many people in the past that didn't have lives because they worked and stuff like that. So they couldn't meet people. So now they can actually meet people from comfort at home. So there's some level of safety that's involved with it. There is safety involved in it. So, I, I agree with that part. So like I said, I, I don't know. I mean, of course, everything going to spin off all kinds of different ways. There's so many. Of about it's that. caveats to everything yeah, everywhere. And, and shout out to the, t- tw- the Tinder swindler because that shit was funny. Wait a minute, what? What's the tender one? <laughs> no, it's a show on Netflix of a dude who swindled women out of millions of dollars, bro. Shout out to him. Bro, like, you got to watch it, bro. The girl that finally got him back, though, it's yeah, hilarious. I've never seen it or heard it. Bro, you got to watch it. I got you. You got to watch it, man. How how he was using these women. It's like, hey, man, um, he'll take them out. Like, first, like if you swipe right and match with him, Basically, he was like, "Hey, I'm about to leave town in a day or two. Can you can you meet me for dinner?" And then he'll invite them out at some five star restaurant or hotel to eat dinner. And he said, "Hey, I really like your vibe. Come with me. Go get your passport. Fly with me to this new place." And he'll take them on this crazy trip, wine and dine them, send them back home, and then you know, kind of date them. And then once that month. Come kicks in. Mm-hmm. Hey, my enemies are after me. <laughs> like, like I can't use my cards. I can't use. I need you to wire me at twenty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars, depending on what they bank like. Bro, he was breaking these chicks left and right, man. So basically, what he was doing when a month is up on one chick, he's starting with a new one, and he was spending like he was uh, using their money to pay for the next. Right. Show. It was pretty much a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> it's, it, hey, man, it's, it's, brilliant. it was brilliant until it didn't work. <laughs> like, like, and finally caught up to his ass because one of the chicks was like, she was dating him, and, and his name, his face popped up on the on the story. And he's like, God damn, this is my boyfriend. It's like, damn, he's asking for money for me right now. You know what I'm saying? Shit like that. And yeah, bro, you got to just sit down and watch it, man. Like, dude took advantage of, of Twitter, of Tinder. Tinder. To the nth degree, man. The 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 tender swindler. And yeah, he, I check it out. He used the same story, the same pictures on every chick he fucking met. And he was running through Europe like a motherfucker, bro. So he had a script. Yeah, he had a script. Okay. Until one of them finally got him back. 
<laughs> Listen, man. We're about to take a quick commercial break. We got to pay some bills, man. We'll be right back in a second. It's all safety. We'll be back in a moment. <laughs> Welcome back, man. It's the All Safety Crew. We back up in this thing for the second half of this episode, man. We already told you what the topic was, but we got to welcome our fourth co-host in here, man. He had some things to handle on the first half, but man, go ahead, introduce yourself. My name is Trev. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Rico, <laughs> go to hell. <laughs> Dang, y'all ain't like that one? Okay, my bad. Rico, uh... Just looking at me for some reason, but I guess he—I guess he don't really like the thought of him actually going to hell. I think he just, anyway. <laughs> you go before it's, uh, me. It's all—it's uh, your number one sex symbol. It's everything that you wish you can have, everything you wish you can be. Uh, just here to give everything you need, everything you want. You can always have me. Damn that, that one, right? Make sure we edit this part out. You can always want me, baby. You just can't have me. Uh, Pussy with the pants is still going strong. Just like to thank all my supporters. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, help. You know what I mean? Let's get to it. Let's get Coco. to it. What's good? Uh, what's going on, man? I heard uh, uh, you and Julie got one on the way. Lies and deceit, brother. You're right. I made that up. I just wanted to see. <laughs> Hey, don't wish that on me, Ricky Bobby. I want to get a little reaction from you, you know? Nah, don't wish that on me. Don't Ricky you Bobby. wish that on me, Ricky Bobby? All right, Rico, man. Rico, according to you, is uh, Courtney looking cute today? Nah, he ain't that. He ain't. He, ain't really. <laughs> he, nah, he, he didn't come with the with the coordination this week because he knew we had them jokes, man. He ain't do it. He ain't do the coordination this week. Check out uh, the mushroom belt. <laughs> it don't stop you. there. Come on, you could have did. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I hate y'all. Listen, come man. On, come on, you could have did anything tonight. I, and I just, I know Rico would have called you cute. So you could have did something. I just wanted to hear him do that gay ass shit. But I will never call you cute. That's fine. Never. I just, you know, whenever we have these arguments and our group messages, I'm always going to come back to you. I always call the niggas cute. And I'm always not going to give a fuck. I mean, you don't. You really don't. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we live. Let's get it. We live. Let's get it, man. Uh, in the country of Switzerland, is that correct? True story. They have approved suicide pods. Well, what this means is, if you want to commit suicide, you can go and um, pay for a pod to kill yourself in safely without harming anybody else. Yeah, so you go in there and you press a button and uh, it's going to fill the pot up with nitrogen real quick, which is going to fuck up your oxygen levels and all that. And so you'll just basically black out and you'll feel no pain and all that shit like that. The pods also do have an emergency exit button. So if a motherfucker do get in there, start that shit up, change their mind, they can get out. They do it quick enough. You know what I'm saying? But so, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's. They're trying to give you a chance to change your mind. Because I think they there are statistics that say, they, and I don't know how the fuck they know this, but they claim that people that try to commit suicide or do commit suicide, they, they change their mind right as they're doing it or whatever like that, but a lot of them don't make it. I don't know how the fuck you notice if they was Yeah, who, unless you're like right there, right before they die. 
Oh my God. Maybe they talk to the survivors and they tell them, oh man, I was really regretting it. I was glad. I'm happy I lived. Or, or they catching people right before they die. Just imagine a dude jump off a building. You're like, hey. Hey, man, wake up. Hey, man. Did you, it's like, did you really want to see this through? Did you have any I change of heart? It, 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 it. I, 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 halfway through it, I really, I said that this was fucked up. Like, like, why do you know this? Like, the, the data on this is very inconclusive. Yeah, I don't know how you know. I mean, I like the fact that they have a pod because if you look into Japan, they have this farce that people go to commit suicide. And most of them, yeah, for a hundred, them people die. No, they're not commit. They getting killed. (laughs) (laughs) No, I know exactly the farce you talking about. What's that movie with Ice Cube where he was being hunted by other? The, the greatest game or the surviving game that's T that's Ice T Ice T Ice T so he was out there and, and the white folks was hunting him down and basically he had to survive them hunting him in the woods that's what they doing you come in these woods we gonna hunt your ass and shoot you and kill you on some uh, my nigga there are monsters in that forest, my nigga. Don't you let these folks fool you now. Nigga said it's, monsters. I think the monsters, monsters are other humans that's going to kill them, bro. Like it's, awesome. same, it's the same forest they found Bigfoot at, my nigga. Listen to me now. <laughs> if I ain't never told you to, uh, a lot before, I'm telling you one now. All right? I think I honestly think it's like the purge. I really think motherfuckers are flying in to go kill other humans in this forest. You go in this forest. If you want to die, come to this forest to die. You ain't gonna make it out. But it's 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 also like people who go to explore and stuff like that. And they made it known like, hey, I'm going to explore. They get the warning and everything. I'm just going to whoop the whoop. Bro, I'm telling you, bro, there's something wrong in that forest, bro. It ain't they ain't just getting killed, my nigga. They getting killed. And they actually get lost. Cause you have to tie a string from like your car to where you are so you know your path going back. For whatever reason, you never seem to make it back. Cause a lot of people die trying to make it back. I'm telling you, bro, it's other humans out there killing the motherfuckers, bro. <laughs> The motherfuckers, hey, listen, for a hundred grand, you can come out here, you can kill a human. It's the ultimate game. They making money off of that shit, bro. Who stops you from getting killed, though? Nothing. If you want to go out there and, and participate in this game, just know if that motherfucker kill you first, <laughs> it's on you. This nigga turns. I got, I got your money already. Cause that's how it was in the, in the in the movie, man. Like, hey, you get killed, you get killed. It is what it is. Survival of the fittest. So how y'all feel about this pod, though? As far as the pod is concerned, man, it's so many other people that I I, I wish could have used this pod. <laughs> like, wow. No, for real. You got to think about them people who killed somebody and then killed themselves. You didn't have to go kill them people first. You could have just went to this pod and got it over with. Yeah, but they was going to still go kill them people, though. They, killing the people was the primary thing that they wanted to do. They just didn't want to suffer the consequences of killing those people. Well, I, I know a story of a gentleman who wanted to kill himself, and he was driving one night, and he actually went across the interstate and tried to drive head on with mm-hmm. another car, and ended up killing both people. And that was not the objective; he was really just trying to kill himself. What about I, the guy? <clears throat> did he leave a note or something like? How do you? I, I'm yeah, trying to figure out how you. What about the guy who survived this? the? Um, I want to say it's a San Francisco bridge uh, jumping. He tried to commit suicide. I think he jumped off the San Francisco Bridge. The Golden Gate. The Golden Gate. That would have uh, yeah. uh, motherfucker survived that I shit. Remember I, was, I remember this vaguely, but... And, and what's funny is, when when he talked about it, I was like, and you're perfectly okay? Bitch, you didn't jump off that motherfucking bridge. You know 
know what? If you don't die, it's supposed to be some shit really fucked up. Like you hit you hit water coming that that at that distance at that speed, nigga. It's supposed to be like cement. If I put my hands on somebody and save them, don't you question it? So, uh, Miss USA committed suicide not too long ago by jumping off that building. Did they ever know why that she did it? Nah, the why the why is still questionable. But you got to think about how many other people who saw her fall off that building that she affected. How many other people like you know was a witness to this particular happening? They're gonna be fucked up mentally behind. Imagine somebody just walking down the street and a body fall in front of you. Imagine yeah. how many remember all them people at UAB that was fucked up behind that dude jumping off his uh off his balcony at camp. I remember that. He sure. jumped off his balcony at camp and survived. Like he actually didn't die. Um, but if you wanted to do this, man, go do this in solitude. And hey man, if you change your mind, that was, have, I wanna say that that happened right when I was uh Right, it was 06. It I wanna say it was fall 06. It was like right when you got you came in 06, right? Boy, listen. No, it was, it was 04, dude. I was no, it at, wasn't. It, it probably, no, I'm telling you, I remember. I think that shit happened with me because I want to say, <clears throat> damn, I want to say my he, nigga, I was. He was I butt was, naked. <laughs> he was butt naked. He he jumped off off the bill off the balcony at camp, and I want to say this was probably like fall '06. It, it wasn't '04. Well, I one. I, I I went to see a chick at camp, and it's crazy because I want to say I got a call that motherfucker had just tried that shit or some shit like that at camp. I want to say, mm-hmm. I was like, God damn, that's crazy. <laughs> but, but to say this, man, I'm, I kind of like, if it gives them an out to change their mind, cool. Like if it, I, I, don't, I wouldn't be down with it if it wasn't, if it was an irrever- irreversible decision. But at the same time, the, the nitrogen levels, we don't know how fast it's going to affect each person. Correct. And what regulations would you put in place with these suicide pods available, and where would you place them? Hey, man, you put them bitches in an open field somewhere, man. Like, hey, if you want to do it, this is where it's at. Would it be like clinics? Like, you know how they have, mm. like, a CVS, or they may have, like, a, what man, is it, the listen. urgent cares, and you automatically know nope. people going there, they ain't coming out. Nah, man, let's come out here. We got people working this shit every day. You pay the money to go and do it. I feel like you would have to have That's going to deter a lot of people from doing it, though. I think you got to have guards out there for this shit, man, because people are always going to take up some mantle and feel like they got to save people. People are going to be protesting, at least in this goddamn country. Motherfuckers going to be protesting. They're going to be out there surrounding them pies. And anytime somebody walk up and want to get in one, they're going to start trying to proselytize them and show them the book that I wrote and all this other kind of shit, telling them about their life and how good it is. And they got family and friends. But it's like, hey, man, they already thought about that. Yeah, yeah, man. Me, me personally, I, I'm looking at it from a standpoint of how many other people it affects around them. Like, imagine somebody like just committing suicide and somebody has to walk in and see their dead body. That's one yep. thing I don't like, understand, man. Like, like, how is that selfish? I mean, because my thing is this: I, it's just like if I say something, I'm I'm basically responsible for how I say it to some extent, but I'm not responsible for how you take it to some extent. So if I choose to take my life, fuck how you feel about it. It's my life. It's my life. So that's why whenever I hear people say selfishness, like I would think it's selfishness is like if you use me as a vessel, like if I'm riding down the street and you feel like you want to go heads on just to take your life or you you make me participate in to some extent. Yeah, that's selfish as fuck. That that part could be selfish, but a lot of times it could be somebody just 
overdose on pills or did something like that and intentionally try to kill himself. They have selfish, all this stuff like that. Man, you don't know what the fuck these people are going through where they want to kill themselves. You don't. Yep. You going to ridicule them on the way out? Fuck you. The thing that I hate even more than people saying it's selfish is when people say that it's, it's weak. Oh, that's a weak way out. Motherfucker, do you know how much courage it takes to kill yourself? We are hardwired to survive. You know what I'm saying? It's you, you, you always trying to save yourself. So for a motherfucker to have the courage to take their own life, that's nigga. That's that's courage you ain't never thought about. Like, nigga, yeah, for anybody say we saying can't bite through our skin, right? Right. Yeah, you can't even. Game. You can't really harm yourself. Like your 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 brain will just shut the fuck off from and, you and being. If, able to and do if it. you can, you're mentally insane. I think here's the thing. Like the people who want to kill themselves, man, and they've made up their mind, they're gonna do it. Unless you put them in a, a mental uh, care facility where they have the measures to keep them from doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, like I couldn't imagine walking down fucking whatever street that is on the backside of camp and a naked body just falls in front of me, splat on the concrete. I'm paired. I got in a car accident where I got rear ended. I'm paranoid when people drive up behind me fast. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine what it's like walking under balconies <laughs> after a naked body just fell in front of me, bro. Yep. Like, like, dude, that's that's a different type of PTSD that somebody else or a lot of people have to fucking go through. Yep. You go to that field and then handle it. You know what I'm saying? That that's something like the family would just have to deal with. Y'all, he killed himself in one of the suicide pods. Don't don't be mad at the fact that there's a suicide pod. Like, nah, we just created him a safe place to do it where he didn't affect others. You yeah. can come and collect the body and do and have a funeral. And like I say, it's activated. Like, no one else is involved in this. It's activated from the inside, and it can be stopped. And it can be stopped if you change your mind. See, now, if, you if, if it mind. was an irreversible decision, I wouldn't be with it. Right. But the fact that there's a safety hatch on there, like, nah, I changed my mind. It is what it is. But I, I, I morally, do I think this is wrong? No, I really don't, man. I really feel like they're protecting the society from witnessing suicides. The thing is, in Switzerland, though, um, they already kind of have legalized suicide. They have they have what they call assisted suicide has already been on the books for ever. Like 1,300 plus people died from assisted suicide in like 2020 in Switzerland. And, when, and what that is, they, they provide you chemicals that you can drink liquid that you can drink that will go ahead and kill you or whatever like that. And then they also have So it's um, like lethal injection by yourself. They by yourself. they give it to you and you drink that shit yourself and, and take yourself out. They already have that. And then they also in the UK and Switzerland, they already have euthanasia is already legal in those places. You know, we had yeah. that. So other countries are progressive on suicide. Yeah. If, mo- oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So, so you know what I'm saying? America is, is always... The ones who are behind with everything. Is this one of those situations is all good and Danny until it affect us? I, I don't think nothing wrong with it, man. Cause I think it's just like when people um like when they like for instance with Biden or any other people have put in provisions or things to you can't stop people from doing certain things, you just try to manage it mm-hmm. just a little bit better. So like if, when they were giving the needles to people that was doing crack, so they won't be sharing needles, and so it's not just spreading open, AIDS and, and spreading and, and, AIDS and stuff like yeah. that. So it goes beyond just the scope of what you uh, initially think the problem is. So mm-hmm. just like Lenny's saying, like, hey, I can't imagine dealing with this PTSD. So then it's going to affect me and other parts of my life, and they have nothing to do with it. These people literally made this conscious choice to go and do this, and guess what? It's not harming anybody other than somebody that's just telling them 
oh, I want to miss, I'm gonna miss my brother, my sister, something like that. Right. But they made that conscious decision because that's their body. Right. I agree. So I, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. If yeah. the, how about this? Can can anybody think of a reason to be opposed to it that don't involve somebody's feelings are going to be hurt? Well, of course, religion is always going to be an opposer to it. That's going to be number one. Like you, I mean, we, we just talking about like oppositions to this religion will definitely, definitely like a lot of religious groups will, will step in here in the United States and keep that shit from happening. I mean. I ain't even gonna say it. I, I am gonna say it. Fuck that. Jesus committed suicide. What what, what are we talking about here? <laughs> I mean, he knew it was gonna happen. And he went to make it happen. <laughs> he, he went to make he, it happen, went, but he, technically he participated. They, technically they did it. <laughs> it was suicide by cop, for lack of better terms. Nah. He, he turned himself over to the authorities that were gonna kill him. He knew he was going to die. He said he gave up the ghost. He was ready to fucking die. He he killed himself. That's that's what that is. Technically, he got killed, <laughs> but I, I I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying, but for the masses yeah. that's gonna argue it, it was a suicide not, mission. They, I mean, yes, but for the masses, for the for the church groups that are gonna come forward, he would have. It's not that's not gonna hold up to them, and they can go to hell, and I'll listen. Who hurt you? He could have aborted the mission. He could have said, yeah, yeah, Pops, I don't know about this one. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I ain't going to do that, bro. Uh, you know what I know, I what, I know what y'all say is supposed to happen, but uh, I kind of like it here. He could have said that. He but didn't do it, though. He didn't do it. I see what you're saying. But they're not going to see it that way. The religious groups aren't. So that'll probably be the biggest opposition to this. Just, where just where where in where in the book that I wrote in any of these other religious books, where does where does it address suicide and say that you shouldn't do it? I mean, technically you're you're killing somebody, right? Even nah, though it's man. yourself. You ain't killed nothing, man. We gonna all die. So listen, you can either I mean, if, if you're just looking at the technical definition of right now, not kill. Right now we are all committing suicide by time. We just choosing to let time kill us. It's just suicide. You're going to die, man. You're going to die. You're choosing how you're going to die. I know that. I know it makes sense in your mind semantically, but no, that's not that's what it is. That's man. not what it is. Suicide by time. No. Suicide by time and chance. By time and chance. Yeah, when you just go ahead and take some pills or put a gun to your head, you just, you just speed up the process and you chose the way you're going to go out. Okay. If that's the way you want to look at it, that that that's 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 Rico's viewpoint. That's <laughs> just real. I I understand where you're coming from. Do I agree? No. no you can say, hey, I don't want to die by possibly a heart attack. I don't want to get hit by a car. I don't want a motherfucker to come and murder me. I don't want to have flesh eating disease. Or I don't want all these sorts of things to happen to me. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go ahead and just put this gun in my head and end it out. Troy, what you think? <laughs> Um, in regards to the suicide part, yeah. Oh man, I um, I hate to see a person take take their life uh, in, in in any scenario, um, but it, you you know, like y'all were talking about, how you you just never know what a person's going through, and 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 I've been so low to a point where 
actually said to myself, I can see how a person can do it. Um, going through with it, like Rico said, takes a whole different type of courage. But, you know, I believe my life was worth living. And, um, you know, I believe and, and I believe that everyone um, life is worth living as opposed to killing themselves. But for this situation to be a situation, uh, um, for this circumstance, I guess, um, to be a situation where you can make it less messy. I mean, however you want to put it, you know, you're not hurting others when you're doing it. Um, you can even, uh, stop yourself right when you get rid of, well, you can try to attempt to stop, stop it from happening once you kind of, maybe if you realize in the moment, like this is not it, it may take a, a life alternate moment like that to realize your life is worth living. Um, I don't like it at all, honestly. Um, I just don't like, cause I, and the reason being is cause I don't like suicide. Um, this scenario of it of is is better than somebody else killing somebody else. I will say that it's better than somebody else taking somebody else with them. Um, you know, if you're going to go, you know, go, um, but don't take nobody else, which, you know what I'm saying? Um, yes. You know, that's, that's how I feel about it, man. I, I don't have too much for it because I, I mean, I just hate it period. But once again, it, it, I can see, why they would try to, you know, make this scenario better. Um, and as opposed to once again, taking your life, taking the eight up, you know, other people's lives at the same time and all that other, and all those other things. So I mean, um, a lot of things are too, man. Like just a lot of those suicides that you see out there, man, those, are, some of those are closed casket. Those are like really gruesome ways to go out. Gunshot yeah. wounds to the head or hanging themselves. That shit gotta hurt, you know what I'm saying? This is giving them a painless way out. Basically, like, that uh, that hanging because because uh, <laughs> you not necessarily just go die right away. No, no, you you gonna you gonna suffer for I mean, at least a little your, bit. Your neck, your neck could break immediately if it's done correctly, but you know, once again, you're not. You're just, that's 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 you gonna suffer. Hell, a bullet wound to the head can definitely kill you instantly, but you still can survive or go through the pain before you die um as well it's more than you know a lot lot more than none you die instantly but at the same time you know right i mean we've all seen stories of um cats that that have tried attempted suicide and and just were unsuccessful i remember if i'm not mistaken i've read a story where a dude attempted suicide three times unsuccessfully he attempted to get some attention I'm with Rico on that one. <laughs> you ain't gonna miss three times. Dog. You ain't gonna miss ain't three, ain't three times. I mean, I, I want to see what it what it was now, are you that he attempted. Are you telling Are you telling me he shot himself in the head three times or something like that? Like you got to be specific with let, that. Let me let me let me let me not. There's a couple let me things not, you can do. Yeah, right, right. Let me not all make these it up. Pills. Okay, that didn't work. Y'all pump my stomach. Let me shoot myself in the head. That didn't work. Okay. Let me slip these wrists real quick because I'm telling you that's gone. You done after that? Bro, you meant to be here. As long as don't nobody get to you. You know, three times. Yeah, that nigga attempted to get some attention, and he got. Well, that, nigga, that nigga took three sleeping pills. <laughs> told him because he tried to kill himself. <laughs> so fuck? somebody intervened on his on his uh, slit wrist and hanging, and when he shot himself in the head, he survived. They charged him with attempted murder, so he's in jail in the same asylum, Alaska, you can, in Alaska. You can, you can be charged for trying to kill yourself. That's attempted murder. 
<laughs> like it, it's attempted murder, bro. On yourself? Who pressed the charges? I mean, the state can press charges on you. I'm just messing. Life is for living. So he tried to cut himself. We are. Somebody saved him. He tried to hang himself. Somebody saved him. Lock the door. When he tried to the when he when he when he went to the bullet, he could have went to the bullet first. I'm like you. He could have went to the bullet, or he could have went to the pod. You could have locked your door, or after they saved you. You're right. You're right. My life is worth living. No, I'm great. No, I'm, I'm gonna get through this, bitch. Bitch. A gun or a very tall building. Very tall building. Very tall building. You're you're guaranteed if you jump off that Empire State Building. I'll tell you that much. Jump off that motherfucker. I don't know. If I don't he was, true. He, he's an Alaskan man. I don't know about tall buildings in Alaska. I've never been, but this happened in Alaska. But um, there was failed, a woman. failed cut, failed uh, hanging. Of himself, and then the bullet to the head. He got charged with attempted murder. So I think there was a woman who I, I don't know if it was the Empire State Life has to suck for this dude to be in jail after trying to kill yourself three times. <laughs> like, right. like just think you about already that hated life so much that you wanted to die, <laughs> and then they locked your bitch ass in jail, and and it just got worse. It just got and worse. And you can't kill yourself because they monitoring your ass. You can't finish the job. You can't even goddamn see it through. Boy, y'all savage, man. <laughs> but is it wrong? No, think, think about it. Is, is it wrong for the state to hold him there versus sending him to a suicide pod and just getting rid Why of him? Why they send him to a psychiatric uh, That's where he's at. Why, they did. At. Why they didn't send him to the grave? Because that's where he was trying to go. He been trying to go there the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but trail about that. But go ahead, go ahead. Man. I don't know if it was the Empire State Building, but there's this one story of some woman who jumped off of an extremely tall building. It might have been the Empire State Building, and a oh, amazing gust of wind came and flew her ass onto a balcony. It's it, it, she didn't she didn't go. So there was that one time. And for her, you know, she she probably if you do shit like that and you get blown back onto the balcony of the building, you probably actually would think you're supposed to be here. Yes. Elvita Adams jumped off of the Empire State Building <laughs> and the wind blew her and onto somebody. So it was body. the Empire State yes. Building. Okay, yeah. Yeah, there we go. She she jumped off the Empire State Building and the wind blew her and what? She flew she, back onto a she balcony. She flew back onto somebody's balcony. She jumped from the eighty sixth floor and survived. And the wind blew her on to a balcony. To somebody's balcony. Now she yep. still got fucked up by blowing onto a balcony. Now it still hurt, but she survived. <laughs> she survived, man. So she got blue. I, I wonder what flow she made it to. Like <laughs> when she got blue, when the wind blew her. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I bet she was mad as fuck. <laughs> Damn it! Fucking wind. She was mad as fuck, and then she immediately thought she was the chosen one. It's so crazy because they always say some shit like, um, if you jump off something like that, for example, they say you go, you a blackout, you know, before you hit the ground. How do they know? Correct. This is correct, uh, Rico. You're absolutely (laughs) correct with that. You're absolutely correct. (laughs) Who did they talk to? Who the fuck is they that said that? I I kind (laughs) of, I feel these niggas is dead. You didn't ask them. Did not ask them. So so I'm looking at this story. Uh Uh-huh. How many how many floors she went down? I'm gonna guess one. I'm gonna go forty. I'm gonna go four. You just you had to have seen my phone for it to say one. 
No, I didn't. The whole so when she got on the ledge, she waited for a crowd. She jumped off, and the wind blew her back on the eighty fifth floor. So she only went down. That's one. fucking impossible. I don't even believe the story now. I don't believe the story. I'm, I, I'm reading it. I do not. She literally could not have jumped off far enough. It's different wind up there, man. In, in my in my mind, listen, listen. It's some different wind up there, Trill. She had to ju- like jump off and just fall into the next. You basket. know, I don't, you know, don't they design they design skyscrapers to blow in the wind because if they don't, the bitch gonna fall over. Yeah, they gotta make them seismic. It's some wind up that motherfucker. Yeah, they gotta be able to shift. So she should have did some research. And probably jumped off the 40th floor or something like that. And she might have been dead now. <laughs> this seems real insensitive, but it's true. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely... Uh, she only felt... Because the, the way the ceilings are on, on those upper floors, uh-huh. the distance between the floor and the ceiling are, are much greater. Uh-huh. According to what I'm reading here. So she only fell a matter of twelve feet. See, in my mind, the way that she is set up, she didn't jump far enough. I don't give a fuck. I'm saying though, like, <laughs> but like, like they're saying, it's, it's, a, it's a different <laughs> set of wind once you get that high, bro. You ever seen? But I'm talking about you ever seen them, them the way the back end set up balcony? Excuse me, balcony set up on them tall ass buildings. But it's like if you were to take a step off that balcony, it's almost set up to go onto the next balcony underneath like yeah because it, it goes up like like a um it goes ankle, yeah, yeah, it, ankle, yeah 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 so but the empire state building i don't think it has that angle at the top it might not it may not because i, I don't own because i think the empire state building is like 106 floors so for her to jump off the 86 that's probably before it goes to the courage if that makes sense but the wind is what took her to the took her in it's just a at the time she jumped, there was a strong wind gust that blew her ass in the window in, in the in the next floor. She didn't even make it ten floors, bro. I I believe if she'd have jumped off and, and got ten floors, she probably still would have died. Maybe. Probably, I think the probability is higher the more floors she travels, but yeah, I agree with that. So but, was she black or white? What was her name? Guess what race it is. That's what it, I'm going to say white. Elvita Adams. Oh, man, that's a, that sounds like it's a, a black woman or, 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 or an Italian white woman. Sounds sound Spanish. Yeah, it's, a, it's a black woman. It's a black woman. Well, that's still a fake. That's still a fake. <laughs> I'm sending you the story now, bro. Well, don't send me that fake ass shit. <laughs> so back to the pods. If she had pods and wouldn't like, if she had pods, she wouldn't have known she was the chosen one. I don't think she went on to do anything prophetic after this. Her life is an example. Just the situation itself is an example. I, I mean, I, if that's the way you want to go for it, cool. But okay, <sighs> she could have just, you know, right place, right time with the wind. I don't. Did know she it. try to kill herself again? And the story doesn't say. Google it, nigga. You Google that. <laughs> <laughs> I just, 
Because I'm saying that that really might have changed her mind. Like, because I, again, I feel like if you jump off the tallest building you can find on all the land, and you get blown back into the building by wind, the wind just blew you back into the building. You probably really might have some changes of heart. A lot of those people become public speakers and stuff like that. Yeah, motivational speakers. Yeah, motivational speakers. That's what I was about to say. Your life is worth it. Hey, tell us about your story. It doesn't say anything about it. Well, the wind just blew me back in. So I got a question for you. If it's a family member of yours, would you rather them go to a suicide pod or just do it the the other traditional way? Shoot themselves? I would definitely rather them go to the suicide pod. Yeah. So none of us are. Are you with the suicide pod, Drew? Am I with it? Are you like as opposed to once again as opposed to, you know, doing it in um, a way that once again you kill other people and take yourself with them and stuff like that. So, I mean, I'm opposed to it because once again I'm opposed to suicide. So if that makes sense, if it has to happen. The people who made their, had to happen, the people who made know, their mind of like, listen, okay. I'm, I'm yeah, done. The, the, I'm the done part, being here. Yeah, the part, you know, and you can go in there. Don't nobody have to see your body, you know, whatever. Yeah, you know, as opposed to, you know, once again. So yeah, that's fine. I wonder who cleans these things up. Who's going in there, you know, taking these bodies out? And well, I mean, based on what you're telling me, would it be in a nitrogen? A nitrogen, you pretty much suffocate them. Yeah, in in a sense. So it's not like. I don't know. If a person know they about to die, they might be shitting and pissing on themselves, all kind of shit. Well, so, you're gonna shit after you die anyway because your organs relax, and you're gonna that's that's always gonna happen. But yeah. whether it happens right away, it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I don't. We don't know if it's happening in the pod that fast. It probably is though. That's what I'm saying. You, the, well, somebody cleaning them. I mean, it's run by the government. I know, of course. That's what I'm saying. But I'm like, who? How do you get that job? How do you? Why would it's you, a job? I know. Why would you want it? I mean, nurses clean shit all the time. I know. Listen, there's people that transport dead bodies all the time. It's a, it's a thing. Coroners, more all the people. So it's, it's just they they probably just call on the, the coroner the more come get this motherfucker out of this pot. Come get him out and clean it up. Yeah. Not for but me. I think, so do you think some of the people get picky with their pods? They get in that motherfucker like, man, this motherfucker stink. <laughs> I think the problem that's gonna come with that is like with the pods, people are gonna try to change your mind, like you said, before you get there. Um I think that's why they would suicide people. It's more of an impulse thing. Like it's already been on you. You just go for it in that moment. That pod give you a whole lot of time to think about between the time you driving there or if you tell a family Mm -hmm. member, everybody's going to try to intervene in some kind of way. I think that's what the purpose of it is too. It gives you a chance to really rethink. Yeah, which is why it has the release button. No, I'm talking about like if I'm saying No, just the process of going through it. Like setting up a date and time. Paying money to kill yourself. Signing all these waivers. Right. Because you know they're going to have you sign all these waivers. I know. What like, could the waiver be, though? But what are you paying for? <laughs> like, a peaceful death. A peaceful death. A okay. peaceful way out. I guess so, man. And dispose of the body. Yeah, because it's, it's supposedly painless. Versus the, the assisted suicide is not painless. And it ain't, it ain't as quick as this is supposed to be. 
I would imagine it wouldn't be. If you, you know, yeah. it's gonna probably be an issue with that until like the world become more progressive. Some of the people that do that and they may have life insurance and things like that. You know, they have like terms mm. in that they say if you, oh, commit, if you commit suicide, it's null and void. Yes, well, null anytime void. you commit new suicide, the the, the policy is null and void. Yeah, that's what correct. Saying. So that's what I'm saying. So that's gonna be. Uh, I don't think know. that's gonna change anything. That's yeah. gonna be the same thing. Hey, you, he committed suicide. You don't get none of this. So then y'all got to take care of the burial. Now, I will say that the pod companies may try to throw it into policies that if they do use a pod, they can they're entitled to some of the money. But that I would still, take legislation and shit like that though. Right. For them to be able to yeah, write that gonna, in a lot. Yeah, they ain't gonna tell you you gotta give me us you gotta give us the money. No. Nah, nah. For the most part, it's business as usual when it comes to that. I mean, there, there, there are definitely, definitely layers to this shit. I know this is an asshole move, but imagine if you wanted to do the suicide part and they have a backlog and you got to wait two weeks before you can go to it. Can you imagine the, the agony that you will be in because you choose that way instead of the conventional? That person is probably, if, you, if you're if in a rush to kill yourself, you're probably going to go they gonna, That's yourself. what I'm saying. So it's yeah. going to end up eventually going back to the... Uh, um, the way that people is it that many people waiting? No, I'm just saying hypothetically. Well, based on the numbers, just this is a random um thing I saw. Black men in America are the rising demographic in suicides since the pandemic began. Really? Mm-hmm. It, we we've yeah, killed ourselves that. more than any other demographic. It didn't say what it just said based on suicides, like black I'm just men. Curious, are, if y'all had to speculate, what would you think it would be? Because it's post pandemic. It's not <laughs> post, but this shit still is. I on. mean, it's still pandemic, but post whatever you want to call it. Um, baby mama. I, I don't know. Is you think baby mamas is the reason niggas is offing themselves? Baby mom, baby mom, baby mom was a joke, but I do think it uh, has a lot to do with a man's. Um, it could definitely contribute in a man's inability to express himself. Um, I want to say emotionally, but more so the the inability for him not to feel like he can uh, go to anyone for help. If that makes sense, um, just the the man's uh, innate um, innate mindset of not reaching out to others and then just letting all that shit pile up on them and eventually just saying, fuck it. Uh, if you look at everything the black man goes through, <laughs> man, it's not, it's not surprising. It's not surprising. Just imagine, just pretend being the worst scenario of a black man to, you supposed to be this, this hard figure figured out all by yourself children not in a functional relationship um all these type of things can wear on you you know um i can honestly imagine a a, a male black man being homosexual and just feeling like he's just uh he you know he he's not accepted I will say that this is the most accepted time for the, for homosexuality. I didn't say it was around. not the most acceptable time for homosexuality. But, but it, for, for his was, particular for circle, it couldn't be. I, 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 I can see. see. Uh, I, I honestly can see that in the black to a black uh, or as a black man in another at another uh, level, not being you know homosexual myself. But I can see. I, I mean, I'm I've just experienced being out here and watching how the black male being 
uh, being gay is treated. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just like I I look at it like it's it's the worst cardinal sin for the black male to be gay. Like it's just how could you like this? Like it's I'm just saying just just from outside looking in. My man. question is what's what. What, I mean, my question to you is in the things that you, the the rationale or the reasons you're using to justify what, I mean, to basically, just, I mean, almost justify why um, the suicide is high on mm-hmm. a black man right now. What's the difference between now and then? If anything, they have more avenues to express themselves there in a more socially accepted culture. Um, well, it's more protected now. If anything, it's, it's more, I won't say coddled, but... It's they're in a better place right now, so that's why I was just like a lot of those factors that you're using were pre-existing before we even um, this time frame. So that's why I was trying to figure out what's the difference between this time frame and that time frame. Because technically, if you had to look at all those things, it's actually more things in place that make those things easier to tolerate or avenues um, to handle it. Yeah, to just tolerate. So, you know what? I'll say something else, too. Uh, to actually answer that question, Como, uh, just opinion, because I, I don't know, bro. Just kind of... No, I was asking, bro. No, no, I know, I know. I know, I'm just saying just opinion and not knowing. I can almost think, and, <laughs> and it makes sense even to my point of kind of what I said about a man, you know, feeling like he can't go nobody, he has to be his tough figure. I can almost say to a degree that the male mentality... Uh, Let's just say, you know, back then and 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 whatever times. I mean, I'm trying to, I don't know, give a sense of um, a, a time range here. But just back then, I, I actually think the mindset of, of a man was that they, they, they were a little, little bit more uh, mentally tough. Um, I do think now uh, in today's society, um, niggas is, and I say niggas, but I'm just people. But I'm talking about niggas. But niggas is just most sensitive. Just, just more. Them niggas can't. They can't take it. Them niggas ain't ain't, ain't built for it. Like we, everybody gets a fucking trophy and and, and partly ball. Because you don't want nobody feeling all, all, uh, all bad because they didn't get no no award. And now you everybody everybody everybody's a winner. Everybody's not a fucking winner. You lost. Get better from it. Get your get your mind right. You don't want to lose again. And that's just something. And that's just me, you know, um, giving an opinion in that regard. That's, you know, that's just one of the things I thought about. Um, you know, I think motherfuckers, it's a little softer mentally now. And, and, it's, and it's a shame. It's a shame to say that because, you know, that actually goes, <laughs> that actually kind of counteracts what I said too. So, you know, I can just look at that and give that response to that specific question. Uh, in in my opinion, you know, once again, I don't know. I just kind of thought about that. I do think motherfuckers are a little bit more mental, mentally uh, tough back then. But then again, it could have been motherfuckers just didn't feel that they could express themselves back then too. So, yeah, kind of thought, kind of, kind of threw myself into a little loop here and uh, kind of. <laughs> took points in opposite directions basically right there Como go ahead so, Rico. I think the society at large or the greater society is very accepting of, of, of homosexuality and people being gay 
And they do they do enjoy way more freedoms than they've ever had before in life. You know what I'm saying? Like the freedom of expression and just being out and they're 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 being um, represented more in television and movies and all of this other stuff. We've made great strides in public spaces for them to be accepted, but in small in small circles of, of society, in small pockets of society, like within their own home and within their own personal community. And maybe at their high school and all this other kind of stuff like that. A lot of times, I don't actually think there's this big kumbaya acceptance of the shit, especially especially in the black community because the black community is overchurched. You know what I'm saying? And it's always the the church is always preaching against homosexuality. And depending on what kind of church you go to, that shit is extremely strong. You know what I'm saying? So these motherfuckers are not accepted. They're not accepted in their own home. And so it don't matter if the society accepts you. If the people that you love the most don't accept you, that's going to drive a motherfucker wild sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Because it, 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 anything, it'd be like, these people out here, these people out here like me and my own family don't like me. My own family don't accept it. My dad kicked me out of the house. My mama told me I was going to hell. The preacher said, get the fuck out of the church. All this other kind of stuff like that that can go on. You know what I'm saying? If, you, if you're a, a gay dude and you got a, a, a straight brother, a heterosexual brother who's like, you know, raised by men in society and shit like that, like we was, who knows what that dynamic is. Like you might be getting bullied at home even though, yeah, it's acceptable in Hollywood. But when I come home, a motherfucker is upside my head because I'm gay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, I agree that they are uh, uh, enjoying a whole lot more freedoms within the society, but I don't I don't think the culture is really for it. Yeah, but I mean, if you really think about it, a lot of things people, I, I use this analogy a lot, is in the sense of, like, even I won't say with gay culture, but a lot of people... Have you ever like this? Have you ever seen people put lotion on the areas that people see like they put it on their hands and they put it on their legs and stuff like that? But the things that are near and dear, I mean, but then they'll put it on their entire body or something like that. But so basically, you basically, whenever you're in front of people, yeah, you are gonna be accepting or yeah, America has a lot of window dressing. It's just window dressing. That's what it is. It's window dressing. So basically, at the same time, I'm going to put my best foot forth. And and make it seem like I'm more tolerable by something that I'm not really tolerable by. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying about the old lotion thing is like, yeah, I'm gonna show you what I want to show you. Right. But what the what's really near, I mean that's close to me, I don't it's not, it's not you know what I'm saying, it's not as groomed about that topic. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's the reason why people are committing suicide or something like that. It's that's not right, just like me. You know I mean, bro, think about it. It's not just one. You know what I mean? I think it's, it's it's a lot of that, and I ain't mean to cut you off. I just thought no, about that. Oh, that's real. It's a lot of things that people yeah. like, whether it's race, whether it's something like that. They would, like I said, they will dress those things or put it out there for what they they will show you what they want to show you. That's basically what I'm trying to say, and make it seem and look pretty. But at the same time, they are, they don't accept that shit for real. But they're gonna be PC, or politically correct about the situation because they don't want to lose their job, or they don't want to be blackballed or whatever the situation is. But they really don't fuck with it. So that may be leading to this list, but it still, to me, doesn't justify the raising black males no, um, one of the, committing suicide. I, I just don't Yeah, know. this was like going, Trail had mentioned people being, you know, sensitive and different stuff I like that. I think this is actually what Trail said a little bit more so than anything. Yeah, so so what I'm saying is like, you know, we live in we live in the social media area and we live in the, we live in the flexing era, man. Like, rappers flex more than they ever did in the past. 
before uh, everybody's on social media, you know, post living their best life on social media. They always posting their vacations. They always posting highlight their, reel. Highlight reel. They posting all these highlights. But for a motherfucker that don't know no better and get all caught up in it, all they doing is looking at your highlight reel and realizing that they highlight reel ain't as high as yours, and they start to feel lesser than, and they they start to think that that's real life. And that, like, you don't have no problems because you post, you know, some people that post all day, every day. And they, you know, it's probably a, lo- a lot of it is stunting and flexing or whatever like that. But you can't live your life comparing your life to other people's life because, you know, what we say, that the thief of joy is comparison. Right. All the time. But if you get so caught up in that and you start thinking to yourself, why I can't take a vacation every other month? Or why I can't have this Louboutin shoe and this, this you know, all all these, these nice clothes and be in the club buying out the bar and, and pouring up bottles and got hookah every night and all this kind of shit like that, they start to feel so much lesser than that they just want to go ahead and take themselves out. And then some of that shit could also be niggas, you know, we are over-incarcerated. So that also means that we have records or whatever, and you can't get ahead. And so in certain situations, you got black people that live in the projects. If you got a felony, you can't even go see your family if they live in the projects because they're going to get kicked out. You know what I'm saying? And then you can't go get a job. You can't support yourself. And so you're going to be caught up in this, this this cycle of going back to prison and stuff like that. And if you don't see no way out to get better, you might kill yourself. So it's a bunch of reasons that might contribute to but a, a black man killing All this stuff was, I mean, not to cut you off, but a lot of that stuff was already pre-existing. Yeah. So what I'm saying is what is it, not necessarily post-pandemic because we're saying post-pandemic, let's just say from the 2020 point that are pushing black males over that wasn't there in place. They had too much time to think about where their life is. No, idle mind is dangerous, bro. Yeah. I agree. Um, like that—that's where a lot of problems actually come is from an idle mind that's sitting there, and they have time to um, overthink or overanalyze the situation and, and and put weight on a situation that wasn't there before, or doesn't necessarily need to be there. Um, I mean, we can all think about the the times in our life where we really felt like we was at our lowest. Was a lot of that time, a lot of that was probably made worse by us sitting there in that shit. We sat in that shit and just let it really just boil over on us. You know what I'm saying? Like we didn't we didn't try to fix it at the at the current time. We really sat in that shit and let that shit pile on and pile on until we was fucking six feet under. <laughs> like it's like damn I gotta dig out of six feet of shit I gotta dig out of six feet of dirt so you know that idle mind man like that shit can cause anything man like when you when you're stuck to yourself in your own thoughts cause that shit can go anywhere but what I'm saying is like we're in this age of mental health and then um, what well, that's being pushed and, and then there are so many different avenues where whether you have insurance or you don't have insurance, whether you know about it or you don't know about it, even people express themselves on social media. But what I'm saying is so many different ways to express yourself. Why now? That's all I'm asking. Because technically there are way more vessels or different avenues for these people to express whatever they're feeling. And like I said, I don't know if it's because people are locked up in the household or they have lost their jobs, which is another thing because a lot of industries went down um, that people are not willing to talk about um, or maybe stress in the house. I don't I, I really don't. Yeah, know. And it can be stress in the house from losing your job in the industry going down and you got, you know, you got kids or you got responsibilities. And as a man, if, if you're not meeting those responsibilities, you're going to be feeling fucked up, man. Wow. 
Just like that. <laughs> oh. Say something to the people, Russ. What you? What, what we doing? Get man, we, we can sign out, man. We can get up out of here for the night, man. Let's go around the table, man. What y'all got to say to the people before we get up out of here? I mean, we was on the note of, uh, you know, outletting and, and talking to people and letting people know what's going on with you. If you don't got no family and friends that you can talk to, as Courtney said, there there are avenues where you can go talk to somebody else, you know, and, and just see where your head is at. Uh, you know, if you can avoid killing yourself, do. But uh, as, y'all, as y'all have all heard... Um, you can't avoid yourself. Just do. We we we're not necessarily against it. It's just you know I feel like it should be a last resort. Try everything else out first. You know we heard crack is great. Oh yeah, man. That listen that could <laughs> right there. Listen, man. That just put a different spin on everything. What he just said. Listen, motherfucker, want to kill himself? You give him some crack, he's gonna he gonna, he gonna change his mind. He gonna want to live for that next high. <laughs> he's gonna want to live to get high again. That might cure suicide. Listen, that's the cure for suicide. Crack, meth. I <laughs> 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 look at Trail, nigga. Hey, get him high. <laughs> Listen, man. I we we have said say, we man. have said <laughs> we've consistently said that crack is the best thing on earth. We've always said it. We don't know for sure. I, I, I've never technically said it. I just let y'all say No, it. no, listen, nigga. We, we, the research has been done by crackheads around the world. <laughs> oh, nigga, this shit ain't happening. This no, listen. I've never heard a crackhead say that they would rather have anything else other than crack. And we know how good pussy is. So the fact that pussy is not stopping a person from suicide, I think crack would. Man, listen, the first time all this crash shit started happening because Rico said that shit. Rico tried that shit, bro. And then it just ain't do it for him. I'm telling y'all. Y'all remember Rico was skinny? I know y'all remember that nigga was skinny. Hey, bro, listen. That nigga gained all this weight now. He had long hair back then. Now he got this fucked up ass. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen Don't Look Up? Everybody's seen it. If the world is for sure about to end, I'm going to hit that crack (laughs) pipe. I gotta see what the hype is about. <laughs> I'm here to crack pipe and I'm gonna go, go to an orgy. What if it don't end? <laughs> <laughs> so, you're a horny crack. No, I said if the world is a like in the movie, the world is ending as we know it. Like like the the comet is hitting Earth and it's everybody finna die. Like nigga, there ain't no going past this day. This last day on Earth. You just got to get this shit out of your system. Whatever you want to do. It's a couple people I want to slap. You know, you can do that right now, though. Like, you don't have to. You don't have, That's how you know you a hoe. Like, nah, you can get, you you get charges for it now. You can go to jail for it now. Not that, slap a nigga now. Nah, like, nah, you can go to jail you know for it now. I'm going to tell you how you ruined the show, Lenny. Let me go and say this. Out of all this shit we didn't have, we had a great show. We did. The only thing I, only thing I remember is that you want to do crack. No, I don't, I I don't want to. But the if, name if, of the show will be the name of the show will be Lenny's Crack. Trail is on the subconscious. Hey, listen, if, if the world is for sure about the end, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna go, you know what I'm saying? If I got some months, I'm gonna go skydiving, I'm you know, do all that shit, you know. But skydiving. I mean, if I'm on my deathbed and I have zero chance to live, we got like like there's a zero percent. You can bring me some crack. If if there if there's no way that we're gonna survive this shit. 
Like, like this. Shit. Have you seen? It's not like you're gonna become a crackhead. I mean, that's fine, bro. I'm, you're gonna I, be I'll dead. Probably, I'll probably make love and uh, yeah, we can do both. I can do both. Yeah, you can. I'm gonna make love and pray. Y'all do crack and what you and need make, to pray and, about, and, and man? Fuck. What you need to pray about? Fuck you. Okay. It won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, what are you don't praying you, about? Don't you worry about it. <laughs> Don't you worry about it. I'm the only person that can worry you, about it that matters. You'll be, you'll be included because I. Nigga, I'm going home. <laughs> All right, man. Y'all tell tell the people how long before we get up out of here, man. Before I, I get off my crack at being. Everybody was like, man, Lenny a crackhead. No, no, no. That's no. all I'm going to remember from the show is that Lenny wants to do crack. That's <laughs> it. I forgot everything else. Well, listen, man. Well, um, I guess I'll strike it up. Uh, all right. People, we apologize for not being here on a consistent basis. It's been a lot of moving and, and, and things in life. You know what I'm saying? So stuff has been happening, but we definitely want to uh, get back to our consistent level. Um, I really need to let y'all know, I'm not sure what episode number this is, but we need to be getting ready to plan this trip uh, to somewhere to do a show in a location um, that's like dope because I've always wanted to do that and I've always thought we've talked about doing that. So I don't know, going to a cabins or, or, or LA or, or Texas, just some dope shit and do a show somewhere that's not in the, in our homes. Uh, but we appreciate y'all, man. We love y'all, man. Um, and, and, and once again, man, just, just, just all love to uh, everybody that supports us and listen to us. Um, you know, you hear us joke a whole lot. You hear us try to touch on these topics and, and uh, things like that and, Hopefully, man, we, we give y'all some everything, entertainment and some knowledge. And, you know, you know, you got to forgive my ignorant ass from time to time. But other than that, man, outside of that, ladies, keep these pictures with the uh, pictures with the pussies coming, uh, pants with the pussies, all that shit. Uh, you know, let me still be here for you in every way that you want me to be. I just can't be there physically. My, my lady is going hard right now. She the truth. I mean, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I didn't expect her to be the truth, but she's the motherfucking truth. Um, you know. I'm that nigga in the club when you say excuse me, I'd be like, I am married. Like, bitch, don't uh uh-uh, uh don't fuck with me. Um But yeah, other than that, man, I just wanted to say some shit and uh keep this thing moving, man. I'm out. I got nothing. <laughs> yeah, I think he got me. I'm good. <laughs> and on that note, we out, man. It's all safety. We uh Exit in the show for this week, man. I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Um, by no means are we um, telling anybody out here to go kill themselves or do crack. That's all she I had to say. Everything and everything she giving me, all the people inside. It's all safety. We out the same. The brightest thing in my life.